to another episode of Coach Pat Chat. Um, so recently, or I guess somewhat recently, I've had quite a few guests on the show, and a few of them have been really friendly and kind and uh, asked me to share the Coach Pat Chat story um, in hopes that other people would listen and get to know me and understand why I'm doing this podcast, understand who I am. Um, so I'm going to dive into my history a little bit, and no worries if you don't want to listen to it. Um, I'm just trying to put it out there. And then I'm going to go into my education, I guess, educational run, how I got to where I am. And I'd also like to end with the way I'm doing online learning, because the way I'm doing PE and online um, has to do with one of my passions. So uh, let me quickly, <clears throat> excuse me, run through the beginning. I was born in 1984 in Boston, Massachusetts. Both of my parents were uh, teachers, and they had uh, done their student teaching and some work in Italy. And once they did that, they really got the travel bug and just saw the benefits of teaching internationally. Um, so when I was about one years old, I, I moved to Jakarta, Indonesia, and I attended Jakarta International School, which it was called when I went there, K through 12. So I graduated in 2003, uh, spent my entire childhood at the same school, which was really kind of my parents to give me that opportunity just as a great institution great school and some of my fondest memories come from living in jakarta the friends i made and uh go dragons right um i'm an alumni so um i'm a root for them um some people may dig that some people may uh, have a rivalry with us, but it's all good. We're all friends. We're all adults. We love we love sport and we love cultural convention and all of that. Uh, so, anyways, so my parent, my mom, was uh, head of the English department, and my dad was a physical education teacher. And then, um, as I got into middle school, high school, he switched to his other passion um, in social studies. So um, I played a lot of sports as a kid. I played baseball, basketball, soccer, uh, you name it, uh, I was playing it, right? Um, I just wanted to run around and video games were kind of a thing, like we had Nintendo and then I think Sega came along and then GameCube and all of those, all of those things, Super Nintendo, but it was more of a, maybe after dinner for half an hour, an hour thing. We weren't, we wanted to be outside, my friends and I. We wanted to play sports, we wanted to play capture the flag. We wanted to run around and just feel free in the nice hot sun and fresh air. It felt fresh um, over there in Jakarta. Uh, so that's kind of what my childhood looked like. Uh, I also grew up with uh, ADHD and anxiety. And um, it was a battle, um, but I overcame it. And um, that's, that's why I talk a lot about creative play, um, because it really changed my life. 
Um, I, if you listen, you know that I have a massive passion for creative play and unstructured play. And I, I'm not saying that it needs, it should be taking over other types of play, but I do think um, there's a disconnect on what it used to be and how it's per not perceived, but there's a lack of it now. Um, I might get into that a little later. Um, then I went to, let's just jump to high school so we don't take forever. Uh, high school, I, I did varsity volleyball, varsity basketball, and varsity track and field, and um, loved it all. Great opportunities, great coaches, teammates I'll never forget, um, and it was fun. I mean, just, just had a really good program. Uh, we were in IASIS. I know a lot of you know what that is, and going to IASIS was some of the best memories of my life. Um, so... That I, I can't stress enough the value that that taught me as a person. Uh, after I graduated college, uh, high school, I went to the military for four years, and then I pursued my degree in physical education at Bridgewater State University in Massachusetts. Um, the reason I went to the military is uh, being a kid who grew up pretty, pretty easy life as a kid, um, I don't want to sound, well, I was spoiled. Uh, we had a driver, we had maids because of the economy, and uh, it just worked out really well uh, for my parents. And I, I actually learned Indonesian from my nanny before I learned English, so there's an interesting tidbit. Um, so my life was great. And then the military, so I went to the military to learn discipline um, because... I had a, my parents and I had a feeling if I went straight to college, um, you know, I, I, I don't think I would have been that successful the first time around. So I decided to go get some structure and whatnot. And then after I got out of the military, I was old enough, uh, ready to start focusing on my career. And, and those four years gave me time to think on what I really wanted to do. And um, I knew I wanted to be a PE teacher, but it, it gave me time before I got into the classes to look at what that looks like, um, what kind of PE teacher I want to be. And those are the types of things you start to learn through the um, activities and classes in college. But anyways, so I graduated from Bridgewater State. Uh, then I went to the search fair in Boston, got a job, my first job, teaching job ever, I got in Kazakhstan at a school called QSI. So I moved to Kazakhstan without a drop of the hat, and uh, I, some of my friends back home were wondering, was I ready to take this jump and whatnot? You have to realize that some of my friends back home had never left the country. And I said, dude, I've been, I've been living this life. Um, I took a break from it when I came back to the States, but I'm ready to go back. Um, I'm a TCK, and if there is a word for TCA, like an adult, uh, that would be me. It's the life I want to live. It's the life I know. I consider Indonesia my home. I go back to Bali once or twice every year to go surf and see my good friends that still live there. Um, so being an international educator has always been who, let me rephrase that, being an international citizen has always been who I am and who I want to be. Um, it's no knock on 
living back home or whatnot. I just love the diversity. I love the culture. I love the opportunity to teach such different styles of children and learn so much from all the different aspects of their cultures and their beliefs and how to approach um, those type of things in different ways in a physical education setting. Um, so I would not change the path I took uh, for the world. Um, and I know when we're growing up, always find something you love. And that's a lot easier said than done. Um, a lot of times you need to go back and uh, struggle with some things. And I worked odd jobs through college and whatnot, but I knew it was to get me to my goal. And uh, I was one of the lucky ones. I Straight out of university, I, I jumped right into what I wanted to do. So in Kazakhstan, which is where I met my wife, um, actually the first weekend I was actually in Kazakhstan, so uh, we locked up pretty quick and uh, it's been wonderful. And uh, so when I, before I got to school, they were actually in like a business building and then they moved to this really nice campus. They had a track, they had a field, they had a huge gym, um, all the facilities a first year PE teacher would want. And then my uh, principal was a past PE teacher, so, so he kind of made the joke like, if you ever need any PE equipment, I'm your guy. So uh, obviously he stuck within the budget. But, um, he, he, he supported me through my learning. He really helped me out. Um, his name is Jeff McGuire, and he really, uh, he, when I needed, needed some guidance on teaching kindergarten PE for the first time, he was there to learn about how to implement spatial awareness, having a routine at the beginning of the class, and stuff like that. Uh, so he was really an early mentor for me. Um, and this next part, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding not arrogant, but well, I, I'm going to tell you my accomplishments. Let's just put it that way. So we didn't have a uh, a league or inner school activities sports. We just had an after school, school activities program. And then, so like five minutes away from our school was Dostic American International School, which is where my wife worked. And it's also an ISS school. So I got together with their AD and I initiated it. And I said, hey man, we live our schools are five minutes away. We need to start doing some volleyball games, some basketball games, make a team league. And I, I implemented things like girls sports days. So all the girls would come up out one day and have the opportunity to play um, fully. We'd have clinics teaching all the kids of all the ages on the weekends how to play different sports. Um, so I, I, and then we, we're able to join a league. I contacted the leader of this regional league in Kazakhstan uh, called um, Central Asian Federation of Athletics, CAFA. And uh, we got in. So as, and back then I was AD and PE teacher. So then our teams, the teams we formulated, we got to travel around Kazakhstan and compete. So that is something I'm really proud of and I was able to implement. And uh, from what I know, it's still going strong um, after I left. So I spent about four years there and then we moved 
to where we are now in Hanoi, uh, St. Paul American School, and it's been a great time. I've learned a lot, and uh, this is my sixth year of teaching, and mainly thanks to Twitter, I would say, I think this has been my best year of teaching. So um, thank you to you all. Um, I, I couldn't have done it without you. I've learned so much. And then, um, so next year, we are going to Nansha College Preparatory Academy, which is an ISS school in Guangzhou. Uh, so we're excited about that. Um, it really gives me the opportunity for the first time to work in a big PE department with a lot of other PE teachers. I've kind of been a one-man show uh, my entire career, which has its pluses and minuses, but I found it very difficult because when I want to collaborate with someone in PE, it's through Twitter, which is great, but it'd be nice to have an office of other like-minded individuals in the same concentration and uh, bounce off, bounce ideas off each other, learn from each other in person, that human connection, which we're all missing right now. Um, so I'm really excited to join that team next year. Um, I've been a varsity volleyball coach for six years and a varsity basketball coach for four years and a varsity track and field coach for four years. Um, and I just love coaching. It's so much fun and I really, I really just wa love watching the development of the kids, seeing their passions. And I, I think on another po uh, podcast I said, one of the things I teach the kids from the get-go is one of the most important things you're going to experience is losing and how to lose. And you would think you would pump winning, like win, 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 win. But my focus was more, you need to learn how that makes you feel. You need to channel your emotions and learn how to deal with it professionally and be able to say, I'm really frustrated with what's going on right now and I need someone to talk about it. Whether that's during a timeout or after the game, during a practice, your athletes need to be able to feel like it's okay to feel down if something doesn't go well. And they, they need you as an outlet sometimes. So my, my one piece of advice to coaches is to focus on that as well as winning. And of course, I talked about the joys of winning and competition and whatnot. I didn't just say, we're only going to focus on losing. I mean, that, that, that's a defeated attitude. And that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to say that you just need to celebrate and focus on all emotions in the world of sports. Um, so that's my coaching tip. Uh, hope you dig it. Um, all right. So that's where I am at now. Um, so the reason I want to start the podcast is because so many people on Twitter have been so helpful for, to me and to other people. And there's people all over the world that I just look up to and I want to learn so much from. So I guess you would say part of the podcast is selfish. But in this day and age, I can just hit them up with a message and say, hey, man, you, or man or woman. Uh, do you want to be on the podcast? I would love to talk to you and talk about your passions and your teaching styles and any advice you can give to the world. And I'll also jot it down. Uh, so that's originally why I started the podcast. And I try to be, I, I think I'm a pretty humble guy. Uh, but I also felt like I, 
I'm not that well known, I would say, but I also think I bring a lot to the table. And I think I can share some ideas, um, but I'm a chatty person. Um, so my Twitter posts, I'm always having to delete things because there's not enough room to post the, the idea and the link. Um, so this is a really good avenue for me to share my thoughts and just talk to you and hope if I reach one person um, with my thoughts, aside from all the great people we have, but just when I kind of chime in and agree with someone or share a personal experience that relates to that, if I can just reach one person and they dig it, I'm happy, man. Um, but mainly it's about bringing all these brilliant people together and uh, creating a PLN that's worldwide. I mean, I think that's the most important. Why not take advantage of this, especially in this time? We have time to listen to podcasts and to contribute and to have Skype, Zoom calls and stuff like that. Um, so I, I just felt this was a perfect time to get started. I mentioned was with Dale Sidebottom, this actually started as a student assignment. And once I heard the way the students interacted and whatnot, I was like, man, I really got to run with this. I, this is, this could be, this could be a game changer, you know? Um, so that's kind of how the podcast started. Um, and then, so I'm not going to get too much into my passion about creative play and unstructured play because Dale Sidebottom and I are doing a webinar on Tuesday and you should check it out. Um, if you haven't seen the link, I, I think I posted it a couple times because I'm so stoked. Uh, but just hit me up and uh, I'll get it to you. Um, I'm really excited to do it. It's a webinar and it's my first one and it's something I'm very passionate about. Um, so there's, I, I've been working on it um, off for a while and uh, I hope you like it. So um, I think I'm going to save most of my thoughts on creative play for that. So tune into that. And uh, there's also a recording, so we'll be able, it'll be available after if you can't make it live. But um, other than that, um, that's kind of my story, my inspirations, um, my father and my mother. Uh, my wife helps me out a tremendous amount. She's an incredible, incredible uh, tech integration coach slash director. Um, and I'm just really excited about this opportunity to talk to you and to know, well, not know you, but get to know you and try to help you in any way I can. And, uh, and there's a, I'm sure there's assumptions of, oh, he's posting um, his podcast regularly and whatnot. This is not to get followers. I, I, I just want to make that clear. Um, I follow a lot of people and I follow a lot of people because I find their content helpful and I think they share great things. Um, I think I follow like 1300 people and it's all phys ed based. I think there's a couple fitness people in there and stuff like that. Um, the last thing I so I forgot to tell you my hobbies. My hobbies are playing basketball, playing volleyball. Working out and the type of working out I like to do, sad to say, I'm not a distance person, but I do like, so the way I kind of work out, because I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a CrossFitter, 
because I think that would insult the community and be unfair. So I basically mix a hybrid of weightlifting, CrossFit move, weightlifting, comma, CrossFit movements and cardiovascular exercise, whether that be a hit or a steady state for 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and that, those are the things that make me happy. Um, and doing this, this is, this is really therapeutic at the same time. I wanted to tell you guys that, that doing this and talking to other people about things I'm passionate about, um, especially physical education, I mean, it's my world and it, it just makes me really happy and it's a great outlet. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you have any questions, if you ever want to come on and interview me, that's fine. Um, but we got great lineups every week. Um, so keep listening. If you think your friends would dig the podcast, share her out. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, uh, that's kind of me in a nutshell. And I hope you enjoyed this little portion. Uh, legends and champions, dudes and dudettes, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you guys are the best. Peace. Peace.